You make choices and you don't look back. What happens if you don't let your emotions lead you? I don't know how. <laughs> As pastor, I'm sitting here going, how can Fast and the Furious be anointed? You know? Now I'm getting goosebumps all over me. Well, man, I'm just preaching from Fast and the Furious. What the, what's going on here, you know? And I, I pray and ask God for the anointing in our services because the anointing breaks off the, the worldly thinking so that when we walk in these doors, the Spirit of God speaks to you and not some man, not some imperfect person, but just someone who just understands that this stuff is awesome. This is, re this is real stuff that changes us that can be effective, that, that breathes purpose and life and adventure into us. It's, it's not dull and boring religion. It's relationship with the King of Kings. And if you come very often, you know what I'm talking about. But we don't want... I pray that as you're sitting there, just like I'm talking, I don't want fear in my worldly emotions, my human emotions leading me. Because they lead, the Bible says, to destruction. But God's plan leads to life. And here's the thing. Not just life for you, but life for the people you know, the people that you love. I gave my life to the Lord in 1986 in an empty apartment. And... Well, I guess it was probably 10 years later, my sister came to know the Lord. Two years later, my dad came to know the Lord, and my mom re recommitted her life. And then my dad passed away uh, about six or seven years later. I don't know the exact timeline. And my other sister recommitted her life to the Lord. And that was my number one prayer. When I got saved... In, in that empty apartment, I called my mom. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell her what's going on. I, I just dialed the number just like normal. I called her, and I'm about to talk to her, and I said, Mom, I got... And then I just started weeping uncontrollably. And it was the weirdest thing, because in my head, I'm going, why am I crying? <laughs> and, and, and she's going, Cassie, are you okay? Are you okay, Cassie? You know, and, I'm, and you know, all she knows is I've been in a car wreck or something weird. I'm 10 hours away at, in Jonesboro, Arkansas. And I knew something, something amazing, I called it weird at the time, had happened on the inside of me. I couldn't explain it, but then I finally said, Mom, I gave my life to Jesus. And she goes, well, that's, that's good for you, son. Well, later on, she gave her life back to the Lord as she had walked away from the Lord for a few years. And she was always a very, very good person. But her relationship with Jesus was not what it, it, it wasn't growing. That makes sense. And that's all that God's asking, that everyone in here right now, that somehow you pick up what the Spirit of God's saying to you today through this message, through His Word, and then you walk out of here just a little bit different, just a little more pep in your step for the things of God. And then you, then you tomorrow you, you read the Word, and yet you let God's Word kind of speak to you, just maybe one scripture or maybe one story, and you go, ha, oh, man. That, that's cool. That applies to me. Or that applies to my neighbor. I'll go tell my neighbor. Or that applies to 
you know, and not that we, you know, we're, we're not about beating somebody down with the script, with the word of God. You know what I mean? This really is for, for you individually. And then as you grow in him, then you're able to gracefully give his word away to other people so that it will help improve their life, not condemn their life. Here's something awesome. This is, I get goosebumps thinking about this because we're not looking back, right? We're making decisions and we're not looking back and we're moving forward. And, and one of the things we need to understand is that we are not doers. I don't, well, of course, you can go to James and say, well, you need to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Let me rephrase it for you. We are beers. <laughs> we are going to become like Jesus and not, Jesus is not about doing. He's about becoming. He's about being. He's about you making an intentional decision that you're going to read this book that's, that's a magical, supernatural book that comes alive on the inside of you when you read it. It doesn't even make sense in, in, in our physical mind, in our worldly thinking. And as we put it in us, it, it, it begins to transform us because we are not about preservation. We're about transformation. And we often, in our, in our life, in America, we're all about doing. Well, if I do this, I get this. If I, if I uh, can you know, write my goals down, and I encourage you to, and write my dreams down, they become goals. If you don't write your dreams down, by the way, they're only a wish. So I encourage that. But then I follow that process and that step, and we're all about intentionally uh, uh, achieving the little things to accomplish our goals. That's good, but don't let that be your priority. Your priority is becoming like Him through that process, and if that's your intentional goal, <laughs> you ought to write it down. I want to become like Jesus. I want to act like Jesus. And when you do, life, abundance, Adventure is breathed into you. He was not boring. Jesus was somebody that would wrestle with the children on the ground and play with them and stuff like that. He was fun. He was exciting. He was life-giving. He was adventurous. And so this whole message today is about a topic that is a strong religious topic. Okay? And I'm going to give you a little meat today and not ice cream and cookies. Okay, so if you're a visitor here today, I just want to encourage you, don't try to misunderstand me. Try to understand me. And all I'm trying to get you to do is take a little tiny step, just a little bit, and don't go extreme because we're, <laughs> don't shut me off. We're going to be talking about fasting. But it's the benefits of fasting. And you go, oh, man, I just want to come to church today and sing some songs, man. I'm talking about denying myself and fasting and all that stuff, you know. Uh, it's, unfortunately, y'all, it's New Testament Christianity, okay? It is something that God has given us to, to help us have more victory in life, to stop acting like yourself and start acting like Him. It's an amazing tool because we pray to connect to God, right? But we fast to disconnect from the world. Some of us are going, okay, all right. We fast to disconnect from the world's way of thinking. Remember, Romans chapter 12. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Man, y'all, 
That's something we should write down. Because I don't think we, we live through life, we're being good people. Everybody here is a good person, you know, other than what the Scripture says. The Bible says there are none that are good, no, not one. But we're good Americans, you know what I mean? And so good Americans, we're, I'm just being good to my family, I'm doing my job, I'm, I'm, I'm paying my bills, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just being good. You know, it's okay, I'm all right. Well, there's something way better than that. And that's living for Him, expressing your identity in him your number one goal and we don't even realize this because we've been we've been trained by an american church and i've been guilty of this at times it's a balance though but we've been trained to preserve our life through the scripture bless me feed me heal me and there is a message for that but not a priority over this simple thing Number one goal that God has for you is to walk in his likeness, in Jesus's image. What does that look like? Well, it looks like a man with the spirit of God in them, empowering them to walk out unconditional, self-sacrificing love in every situation. Not doing, becoming. And I, and I heard somebody say, amen. <laughs> Y'all are intense, man. <laughs> Y'all are looking at me like, I think that's good. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here going, man, you're preaching good, Francis. Keep it up. This is the gospel message. The gospel is, and I love this scripture. It says that you were foreknown predestined to be conformed into the image of his son into the likeness of his son what does that mean you know he never got frustrated he never got bitter jesus himself was the bible says that uh, that he had more gladness this is king james than all of his fellows <laughs> he was he was full of joy because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength in Nehemiah. He, was, he, he never had a, 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 a bad day. And even when he was hanging on the cross, it was a good day for him because he, he made the decision to go to the cross. Man didn't put him on the cross. He laid down his life for us to be on the cross so that he could die, be buried, and be resurrected to a new life. And we are, we are in him. If you've made him, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then, then he is in you and you are in him. And your identity is one of resurrection power. Your identity is one of authority. Your identity is one of right way of living called righteousness. Your identity is truth, always seeking the truth. Even the love chapter talks about we do not rejoice in unrighteousness, but we rejoice in the truth. Here's a weird thought that God gave me years ago when I read that. You ever been at school and you're at school and somebody goes, fight, fight. What does everybody do? Where? You know, what? oh, okay. That's rejoicing in unrighteousness. And God showed me that a long time ago. We're, we're chasing after violence. Chasing after something that would grieve God's heart. He wants peace on the earth. But it says 
We don't rejoice in unrighteousness, but we rejoice in the truth. And that's truth, y'all. We should get excited about that and go, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, I need to reevaluate my life a little bit and go, okay, what am I rejoicing in? And I'm, <laughs> I hate to do this when visitors are here. <laughs> am I rejoicing in peeping Tom? Yeah, that's what you call it when you're watching on TV or a movie or something like that and you're looking into someone's bedroom, okay? I, <laughs> Jerry, I'm sorry, but I learned that from some Christian film producers. I got to watch my wife and make sure she's going, man, you're being too tough, Gaz. It's just the gospel. It's just what God says. It's just me. I, I don't, I'm not being tough, y'all. I'm being loving. Let's evaluate our life and go, okay, wow, what is it in my life that I'm rejoicing in? Because if I'm rejoicing in unrighteousness, then I'm not walking in love. And if I'm not walking in love, I'm not walking in my greatest day. How am I responding to people who say things to me that irritate me? How am I responding when people don't understand me and I need them to understand me? How am I responding when someone cuts me off? Or am I walking in un uh, unconditional, sacrificial love? Oh, man. I thank you, God, I got a covenant with you. That guy just cut me off, God. He's probably having a bad day. Can you bless that guy in the name of Jesus? You see, that's walking in love. Now, by the way, I'm not that guy all the time, okay? Okay, I'm just being real. Although I really don't have issues with that. I got other issues, you know? I, I don't know why. I, anyway, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Get me going in the wrong direction, all right? So, so here's what I want to talk to you about today the power of fasting on now y'all know that twice a year for 21 days at our church we have uh, two different times that we do prayer and fasting it's some of the most life-altering things and times that we do now don't think if you're a visitor here today that oh my god I'm not going to be able to eat for 21 days that's a crazy church I, that's Jim Jones over there. You know, that's, uh, that's for the old people. That's, uh, what was it, David, uh, what's his name? Hey, yeah, David Koresh, David Koresh stuff right there. No, it's just biblical, you know. And it literally is life-changing. And I want to encourage y'all as you see the power of fasting. And what fasting is really for, I pray that you go, huh, man, that's pretty cool. I, I've been missing out on that. I, I might need to give that a try. And and I'm, I'm at a level of fasting that I, and I've tried to stretch myself every time. I want to do a little bit more. I want to deny myself more. But you might be at a different place where you go, look, I'm just going to give up carbonated drinks. Or, and I do encourage you, social media is very powerful. And so I encourage you to, you know, if that's something you want to do, that's fine. But I do encourage you to, to fast food because food has, it's got a grip on us, y'all. And I didn't really know this until I really started fasting for real. But even if you go to one meal a day or something, you know, what? One meal a day? You crazy, man? You know, that's kind of the way I felt. My whole point about this, and please don't misunderstand me, is simply this. Grow a little bit. Just get a little bit better, okay? And so let, let me show you what the Lord was showing me. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciples must what? Deny themselves. That's what fasting's all about. We pray to connect to God. We fast to disconnect from the world. 
okay? So we're going to deny ourselves because we want to be disciples of Christ. And if you don't want to be a disciple of Christ, you're probably not saved. You probably don't know Jesus. You probably are not 100% sure that you're going to heaven. I had a, a young lady tell me the other day, she goes, I'm just scared of dying. And I'm going, okay, well, look, you wouldn't be scared if you knew what I knew. And, and so we talked about Jesus and talked about, you know, accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And then you can be sure that you're going to heaven. And you'll get a chance at the end of this service, you can pray and be sure that you're going to heaven. But be my disciple, must deny himself, take up his cross, take up his ministry. You know what your, your first ministry is? Your first ministry, I hate to say it this way, but it's to yourself so that you can have this relationship with God growing your next ministry is to your family, to your spouse and children, and, and to your friends. Then you, you have a ministry in employment. And then, these are all the way the Word of God teaches it, your next ministry is probably, most often when time allows, in the church. Because it's the only organization that God gave planet Earth to take the gospel around the world. And we want to be involved in his purpose and in his plans. So there's the ministry. Deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Act like me, be like me, trust, like, trust in me. Um, just imitate me is what he's saying, okay? So how are we going to do How does fasting help us to do that, okay? And I'm going to skip that scripture. You guys have read it before, but... Um, so, what kind of problem do we have? Here's the thought. You don't have a problem, you have a solution. Get that paradigm in you. A lot of us want a problem, 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 when in actuality, intentionally, priority, should be solution, solution, solution. And solution is what I'm talking about. Dying to yourself, growing in the identity in Christ that is walked out in sacrificial, unconditional love. It's amazing. When I do that, how awesome my marriage is. Treasure's already awesome. If, if you don't know who Treasure is, she's my wife, okay? We have a happy here today, too. Thanks, happy, for coming. All right, so happy reminded me. My, I said, man, John, you got a happy. And John, uh, is, his happy's better half. <laughs> And I said, yeah, and I got, a, I got a treasure. My relationship with her, my marriage is amazing when I'm walking in love. But I, when I'm walking in me and I get frustrated and irritated, things go downhill. It's that way in every part of life. It's that way with your finances. It's that way with your job. It's that way with that guy that's irritating. You know, you got somebody at work that's irritating you, your kids irritating you, your wife irritating you. Guess what? You're not walking in love. When you walk in love, you die to yourself, and they're not the problem. You're the problem. You can't fix them till you fix you. You can't fix them at all. Only God can fix them. It's the most amazing thing ever. It's the easy solution. It fixes everything. There's no bitterness. There's no frustration. Jesus is about to be crucified, and the people that he did miracles for, he them he loved them he took care of them he he was about to give his life for them and they're crying out crucify him crucify him he could have got really upset and and took his stuff and went home right there you know but he loved them so much and he was walking in love 
See, it's a difference, and I encourage you. Get this paradigm on the inside of you, but you're not going to get it if you don't use the tool that God's given us of fasting, and it is a process. I'm way different than I was three years ago, and, I'm, and what happens is when we die to ourself, revelation comes in us where we go, oh, wow, that thought was wrong. I didn't even know it was wrong. I've been away for 20 years. Or, oh, wow, I just said something to my wife that's not best. God's best for us is to walk in this amazing love. So we have the solution. And he said unto them, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. There was an evil spirit in a little boy. The disciples could not cast him out. And Jesus said, here's the problem, guys. Here's the solution. <laughs> this only comes out when you die to yourself. When you pray and fast. So, what does fasting give you the power to do? And I love this. I'm almost done, so hang tough. Fasting is the power that allows you to face your enemies. Uh, here's the deal. Enemies are attacking us. They're coming at us. And they're aggressively attacking us. And you know some of those people. <laughs> and you know, we, we don't battle against personalities we battle against principalities and that's dark forces and authorities in high places is what the Bible calls it so that person at work that's dealing with you it's just a not that they're demon possessed although they might be I don't know but uh, but they're they're just thinking like the world they're just responding the way a demonic spirit might respond uh, or probably would. They're just responding out of their flesh, but we get to walk in love. We get to walk in strength and kindness and joy. We get to walk in, you know, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy. I love that. Love is not boastful and arrogant. Love does not act rudely. Love, I love this, my favorite part, I've been telling my kids this for a long time, love does not seek its own. Love is not easily provoked. Giddy up, right there, Francis. Holy Spirit, remind me. I need your help because I'm sometimes through the business of life, we're going, 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 going. Something, somebody says something or something happens and bah! Easily provoked. Love doesn't do that. I don't want to do that. It comes out of me and I go, ha, ha, ha. But most often, it comes out of me and I go, ha, 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 ha. Like, 30 minutes later or the next day. That's how far away I am from that paradigm. But I'm trying, man. And so I just ask you to try. So fasting will help you with the attacks of the enemy. Fasting also helps you with you oppressors. Here's the deal about oppressors are not enemies. They've already conquered you. An oppressor has already taken over and you're comfortable living there. You don't even know it's there. As you fast and you deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him, God begins to reveal to you areas of your life that you have just given into. You didn't even know it was wrong. You didn't even know it was best. You didn't even know God wasn't pleased with that. You just kind of, well, that's just the way I am. Well, I'm short-fused. That's just the way I am. You're comfortable. 
because that ain't right and that's not best for you or your family it's not best for your future it's not best for eternity so that's one of the things and, and we ought to be going I'm, I'm, I'm ready that's, too, that's, that's enough for me I'm going to fast beginning it's actually we begin on August 8th in church service you know we just show up and have a normal service but then at 6.30 on the 9th 6.30 at night uh, we have a service here where we have some worship and, and we have uh, our one hour of prayer and fasting or of really just prayer but the fasting is something we do for 21 days so pick something that you can do that you'll deny yourself and you'll grow in these areas this is so important and then you pick a lifestyle of fasting so we can continue to grow fasting is the power that allows you to conquer your enemies from the supernatural and here's here's the thought Joshua is about to lead his his the people of Israel across the Jordan into the promised land. And I love this. He says, sanctify yourselves and you will set, I'm sorry, and you will see the wonders of the Lord. I want to see the wonders of the Lord. How about you? I, I want to see, <laughs> here's where it starts. I want to see him changing my life. I want to see me and him having a wonderful relationship. And I'm practical enough to understand that when that happens, that's the wonder of the Lord, everything else begins to fall into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else should be added unto you. It starts with me intentionally walking out my identity in him, which is love. God desperately wants this for us. I can't even really explain it yet. It's kind of a new revelation to me. It, it sounds simple, but when we start living it, then you begin to try to describe it. And when you describe it, people go, oh, yeah, I heard that before. No, because it's not doing, it's becoming. But it's only becoming as we spend time with Him. You, you, we get to intentionally spend time with recently. I decided, you know, I'm going to intentionally spend three times a day with the, with the Lord where I get the Bible out, I pray, I read, and because, because I want to become. We get to become. Well, why, why is that so important, Cass? Because it's going to bless you. It's going to bless your family. It's going to bless our community. It's going to bless your work. It's going to bless our church. It's going to bless eternity. It's going to bless your destiny, what you were created to do and to be. It's going to bless you. So they're going in, and Joshua says this. He goes, sanctify yourself. You know what that means? Set yourself apart. Set yourself apart from the world, from the world's way of thinking, selfish thinking, and decide to follow the presence of God. They were told to step back a little bit and they followed the ark of God where the presence of God rested and they went into, giddy up, hear this the promised land if you want to go into the what's best for you the best life God has for you if you want to go into the promised land then make a decision that you're not going to look back on and say okay I'll give that a shot this year, I'm going to give prayer and fasting and the word of God 
priority in my life for 21 days and I'll see what God does, what he speaks and what happens. You will never be sorry that you put those things as priorities in your life. So I'm going to pray a simple prayer. And let's just pray. And, and I'm not going to ask you to come forward. I, I just believe God can touch you right where you're sitting as you recommit or give your life fresh and brand new to God. I'm going to pray a simple prayer by faith. It literally takes a minute. But in that one-minute prayer, as you connect to God, I'll pray out loud. You quietly, in your heart, agree. And God's going to do a work in you. Okay? So let's bow our head and close our eyes. And if you want to be included in this prayer, then I ask that you just raise your hand up and down right where you're at. Put your hand up and down. Hands going up all over the place. I can't even count them so many. God is so good. Wow. Join on the band. Get, get on the bandwagon and let's do this. One more time. Raise your hand if you want to pray this prayer. Okay. God is so good. So pray with me. Believe it in your heart like it's the last time you'd ever pray a prayer like this. God, I give you my heart. I love you. I'm going to serve you. I, I want to act like you. Lord, I want to become like you, God. I don't want to do things out of religion. I want to be things, God. I want to be you. I want to act like you on planet Earth and walk in this amazing love. God, I give you my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. He shed his blood for me, and he gave me eternal life. Cause my spirit, O oh God, to be born again as I commit and dedicate myself to you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Isn't God good? Wow. Hey, let's celebrate and give God a hand clap for all the people that prayed. Wow. God is so awesome. I love Pathway Church. I love you guys so much. If you ever need anything, please let Treasure know.